0: Hello and welcome to The Catalyst. I'm your host, Kanchi Hew, the founder of Inca Projects. Our mission is to be the catalyst for conversations and businesses that are purpose-driven and stand true to their values. In this podcast, we will speak with experts, change makers and leaders to talk about what the future of business ecosystems looks like. We will talk to those that intend to challenge the status quo and change the way the world at large functions. We hope our discussions and stories inspire you and make you think about how you can create positive change in your life. In today's episode, I will be speaking with NLP Master Practitioner and Coach Sonali Dhir. Since 2017, Sonali has been successfully coaching clients in Australia, Europe, India and USA to reprogram their mind by facilitating a growth mindset. She believes that with the right mindset, anybody can achieve their goals and live a happy, fulfilled life that is aligned to their values, skills, and their authentic truth. Her therapy practice helps clients identify and overcome personal and professional problems, whether it be relationships, body image, addiction, stress, anxiety, or even depression. Sonali uses NLP tools to coach the unconscious mind to alter repeating patterns that may be blocking someone from living their most fulfilled life. Solani grew up in India and now lives with her family in Sydney Australia and if the last name sounds familiar yes it's true we are related so I'm doubly excited to be talking to a family member today welcome (laughs) Sonali how are you
1: I'm very good thank you Kanji how are you doing
0: I am doing great Uh, I'm so happy that we're speaking today thank you for being a part of this podcast
1: (laughs) I'm so excited to be here thank you so much for having me
0: Thanks. And you were just telling me that you saw a rainbow outside your house.
1: I can still see it from where I'm sitting in my home office. Rainbow, there
0: is thunderstorm. That's a really good sign then. (laughs) I take that as a good omen. I take it as a good omen too. Yeah. All right, great. So I'm going to kick off our conversation by asking a very basic question. What is NLP?
1: So neuro-linguistic programming and uh, even the experts of NLP, they cannot agree on one single definition of what NLP means. So there are uh, many things which constitutes neuro-linguistic programming and I will try to explain in <laughs> the simplest terms so that yes. you and the listeners can understand. Yeah. So we all have patterns of emotions, thoughts, behaviors, beliefs and everything we do is based on our unconscious programming we have programs for everything how we brush our teeth how we read a book how we communicate with somebody even how we eat so they are all patterns these are all programs so NLP helps it is a tool to understand how the language of our mind creates and runs the patterns that we have in our life and once we have this understanding we can apply a variety of NLP processes to either enhance, change, or even alter our patterns of thought, behavior, and emotion to help you live the life that you desire. So in effect, neurolinguistic programming is a toolkit that helps you be in control of your mind instead of your mind being in control of you.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Um, (laughs) And so somebody... uh let's say who's listening to this podcast right now, uh, how do they recognize um, a repeating pattern that is showing up because of a belief that they had um, in their unconscious mind? Um, Mm -hmm. how, How does somebody go about recognizing these patterns?
1: So as I mentioned earlier, we all have patterns of emotions, behaviors, beliefs, and thoughts. And most of these patterns are formed during our childhood and they become part of our identity the main purpose of these patterns are to keep us safe. And many of these patterns are relevant and helpful. Like you would have any pattern which you repeat and not every time it is conscious. Mostly patterns means they are running on autopilot.
0: Yeah.
1: right. So a lot of times, mostly rather, the patterns are helpful and relevant to us. Mm -hmm. The problems arise when any of these patterns go past their shelf life And they become redundant and then they become the self-sabotaging behaviors so this is when intervention is needed so the next time you were asking how to identify a pattern so the next time you make an excuse or say any of these sentences which i'm about to say now (laughs) to yourself or to somebody else you would know it is a pattern so when somebody says i'm not good enough Or even thinks to themselves, not necessarily saying it, even thinking to themselves. Or I don't have enough time. Nobody will listen to me. I don't deserve to be happy or loved or rich, etc. Or I will be judged. Hmm. So anytime any of these thoughts or words, they stop us from doing something that we would like to do, which is going towards our goal then that means these are the limiting beliefs which are also a pattern which, our, which is blocking our paths. So ask yourself, anytime any of these questions arise, ask yourself, is this true or is it a lim- limiting belief? So the next time you say to yourself, I have always been this way or simply this is just who I am, catch that thought and replace it with another belief, which is helpful.
0: And then it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You keep saying this to yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then it becomes
1: a confirmation bias mm-hmm. that, see, I knew this would happen. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it it does become. And like um, today, there was an interesting post that I saw on LinkedIn, which was about Adam Grant talking about how people stop themselves from posting about their wins or their offerings online because they feel that it is advertising they are self-advertising and um, talking about yourself so self-marketing and people believe that that is not a good thing self-marketing so they do not write about it so he said that writing about yourself is not the same as self-marketing or self-promoting It is just sharing what your offerings are, as simple as that. So again, this comes from a fear of um, being criticized or fear of being judged, So which prevents people, which again, comes from a place of limiting belief, which is a limiting belief that if I post something, people will either criticize me, well, there are a lot of armchair warriors, or people will judge me, or I'm not good enough. Why would anybody even see what I have posted? So all of these are limiting beliefs.
0: Yeah, and I also feel like because we're living in an age of instant gratification, Mm -hmm. that if we, let's say, post something or tell people about uh, something that we've done and we immediately don't get the response we want, it can make us go into a spiral of, Self doubt, very very quickly. You know, I
1: oh, think yeah. we've all been yeah. there. we I think we've all been there. Done that. We have all been there. So true. And uh, self doubt, also the imposter syndrome. They are all parts of um, the different uh, limiting beliefs that people can have. And unfortunately, a lot of it comes from um, our childhood years, the formative years specifically between zero to seven when our parents would have said something or our caregivers or anybody in our immediate network that okay you are not good you don't you should not do that or any reason and that information goes down our unconscious mind and it stays with us we outgrow that environment but we forget to outgrow that belief that we have
0: Mm -hmm. yeah so so could you repeat the steps again that you said, like the three-step process when you find yourself in that downward spiral?
1: So as I mentioned earlier, we all have patterns of emotions, behaviors, beliefs, and thought, And uh, most of these patterns are formed during our childhood, as I was mentioning earlier. And they are formed to keep us safe. The problem arises when any of these patterns, they go past their shelf life and they become redundant that's when they become self-sabotaging behaviors. And this is where intervention is needed. So the next time you make an excuse or say any of these to yourself that I'm not good enough, I don't have enough time, or nobody will listen to me, what's the point? I don't deserve to be happy or loved or to be rich Mm -hmm. or any, any limiting beliefs about money or even i will be judged so i should not put myself out there or my any of my skill so ask yourself is this true or is it a limiting belief so the next time you say to yourself i have always been this way or even this is just who i am catch that thought and replace it with a more empowering belief a simple yet powerful exercise that i have learned and if I may share right now, no, sure. yes, is, is a practice. Anytime I have a self-limiting belief, I have in fact written these three words, cancel, erase, and replace, in uppercase letters on my computer, or on a sticky note. So anytime I have a thought, which is limiting me, which is stopping me, I immediately say stop, which is cancel, and then erase it. I visualize it like being erased by a whiteboard marker, a whiteboard marker and an eraser. So I imagine erasing it and then I replace it with a thought which is kinder to myself Mm. and which will help me towards my goals and not limit me. So cancel, erase, replace. So simple, yet so powerful. And once you do it over a period of time, it'll go in your muscle memory and you won't even realize that your mind has automatically caught a thought mm-hmm. and has stopped and prevented it from going further down.
0: Yeah, that sounds very easy, yet very, very effective and completely doable. So next time anybody is going through a downward spiral, uh, catch yourself take note of the thought or the self-limiting belief that you have uh, or the things that you're telling yourself, cancel them, erase or erase them, um, and then replace it with something that's more empowering. And I I think with practice, it will become easier and second nature almost. So today's topic is about uh, the anatomy of effective goals. and uh, your attitudes and your beliefs have a lot to do with achieving your goals. So what is a perfect goal? Or is, that, is there such a thing?
1: Perfect goal? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Effective goal? Definitely, yes. Yeah. So I believe goals are our desired outcomes. Mm-hmm. And you would have heard the phrase, a goal without a plan is just a dream. Yeah. Right? There's a the fun fact did you know that second friday of january which this year 2022 mm-hmm. was yesterday for us and it is known as international quitter's day oh, really? <laughs> it is no yeah, i did because... not <laughs> so new year is synonymous with new beginnings and new year resolutions yeah. and most people who make their new year resolutions are not able to chase them down. In fact, statistics show that most people quit their goals within two weeks of starting them. Yeah. So yesterday was the international quitters day. And uh, that being said, have you made any new year resolutions?
0: (laughs) Me? Um, I don't think i made any resolutions. Uh, Mm -hmm. I have made, I've got intentions of things I plan to do this year. Um. yes I do I have a list <laughs> Um. and uh, And one of them could be uh, is actually start doing more things that fulfill me creatively oh, uh, and, uh, yeah and uh, creating things for the uh, for the sake of just creating an employment mm. that is one and uh, yeah <laughs> but I have a long list
1: I love the word intention, and uh, that reminds me of another quote which I love so much. Um, It says, uh, energy flows where your intention goes.
0: So then how do you set goals that are effective?
1: So studies after studies show that we are far more likely to achieve our goals when we break them down into bite size, instead of looking at it as just one big, huge chunk and breaking it down into multiple short-term goals. And then when we calendarize it, we are taking away the effort of organizing it every single time. So just put it in the calendar. So for me, I look at my goals as a long distance marathon, knowing very well you do not run marathons at a sprint pace. Mm -hmm. You go fully prepared. There is a lot of effort which happens before the pre-preparation. And when you have started your marathon, you watch your pace. Like, I create my playlist, I hydrate, I energize when needed. And as a runner, I do not visualize the finish line at the start of my runs. I set short, visible targets like that car, that tree, that pole over there, and keep finding whatever motivates me and just keep going. Mm-hmm. You would have also heard about the SMART acronym, right? Yes, yes. So, right. So, I have tweaked that a little bit. So, specific, measurable, yes. Instead of achievable, I have tweaked it to authentic because if it feels aligned with my values and true to me, I'm more likely to go for it. Mm -hmm. Realistic and timeline, which implies more openness and flexibility in the event certain milestones aren't met on time or if I decide to take on a different path than planned. So be flexible in my approach. I also love the wise acronym which we have in our NLP land Mm -hmm. so you ask yourself what if what if I achieve my goal what will I gain or lose and check the ecology of the goal by asking what will be the impact on me as well as on my family and friends Mm
0: -hmm.
1: more what if questions what if my goal isn't attained what will I gain or lose and in that context, again, what will, be, what will be the impact on me as well as my family and friends? Yeah. So going by the wise acronym. So state, S stands for state, in positive. So again, in NLP, wording our desired outcomes in the positive is a core mm-hmm. element in goal setting. It involves using words that reflect what you want versus yeah. what you do not want. Why state in positive words? Because our unconscious mind cannot process the negative directly. For example, Kanchi, if I say to you, don't think of a blue elephant. (laughs) What did you just think? (laughs) Blue elephant. (laughs) Right. So our mind is programmed in such a way that it cannot process the negative. So always state the intention in the positive. The last E of The WISE acronym is envisioning. So this is where the dream of goal achievement comes to play. What could your life look like once your goal is achieved? Mm. Using all your senses, ask yourself, when I achieve my goal, where will I be? And visualize that. Ask yourself, what will I see, hear and feel? What will it look like? What do I look like? What will I be doing or saying? How will I feel? So all of these things, when you envision it, it helps solidify the vision and the goal.
0: Yeah. So you briefly mentioned about family and friends. Um, and I believe in, an infrastructure is very important for achieving any goals, whether it's in an office setting or at home or in your personal life. So mm-hmm. could we talk a little bit more about that? How important it is to bring in other people into your goals or your dreams it makes the
1: goal more um achievable and relevant so if you know somebody else is watching you you will or we as humans when we know that somebody else is partnering us in our goals we are more likely to be achieving it simply because there is an accountability factor Mm -hmm. somebody can ask us have you done it and where we are only answerable to ourselves, we do not want to disappoint somebody else. So this is where the importance of a support structure like family and friends comes in, or even a coach for that matter, anybody. Mm -hmm. It could be a colleague who is helping in keeping up with the goal setting. And as we know, restoring relationships and community is central to restoring well-being As human species, we have survived because we always lived in a tribe, especially in these challenging times. And again, goal setting, mental health cases are increasing and multiplying all over the world. So even for that, having your tribe by your side can make all the difference, even Mm -hmm. though it might be online.
0: Especially in the last few years. So what can somebody do? And I believe it goes back to having that mindset of growth uh, but uh, do you have any other advice for people when plans don't go your way um, and what can you do to a not feel like a failure and b uh, keep the faith basically yeah so um so there are
1: these uh, three a's as we call for for self-coaching So, which can be used by anybody by themselves so the three a's stand for the first a stands for awareness which is your situation where you are at so taking stock of the environment noticing your own emotions thoughts and behaviors and the second a is for acceptance know that every behavior and emotion is useful in some context and there is also a higher intention for everything as you accept whatever is happening this allows your conscious or for anybody their conscious and unconscious mind a moment of pause to reflect and to take the control back a simple exercise to help you identify the positive intention behind any behavior or emotion is by simply asking yourself this question a few times what is the positive intention coming to the third a which is action so now that you are aware and you have accepted what is happening from this place you can notice the alternatives and choices that may not have been in your awareness earlier when you take action this might sometimes means moving in a different direction or sometimes just changing your self-talk or simply making a choice about the next move to make
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so knowing that People can then decide what can they stop or start or change at this point to course correct so the three A's of self coaching awareness acceptance and action so this is something people do not need anybody else to do for them they can do it for themselves anytime they are caught up in an environment that is that is detrimental or that is, they feel that they are um, blocked and they cannot move forward.
0: That's true. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I also believe that it's very important to celebrate small wins, um, no matter how small they may seem, but especially when you're starting something new or you're working towards a goal, um, because even celebrating these small wins can propel you forward and create momentum. Um, oh, yes. So I oh, yes. just celebrating yourself. Uh, I believe we all need to do a lot more of that than rather than waiting for when we've quote achieved our dream state or our goal. We just we need to keep empowering ourselves and celebrating even small milestones.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Some one of the things that I I do and I as a coach I also tell people is that you have to be your own biggest cheerleader. So I was given giving an example earlier of a run, and when yeah. I'm running longer distance, so I cannot envision the the finish line. So my short term goals in that moment is like I mentioned that car, that pole, or something else in a distance that tree, and every time I cross it, it gives me a rush that okay, I did it. So breaking it up any which way in smaller goals, bite sized, and patting yourself on your back. Like I said, be your own cheerleader and celebrate your way, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so what is the biggest lesson that the pandemic has taught you?
1: <laughs> so a word that you had also used, acceptance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I think about it, um, I think acceptance of knowing and finding what is in my control so I struggled with it at the at the start of the pandemic to even accept that there are certain things that are not in my control. And it did cause a lot of stress and um, anxiety initially, you know, with family being far away and everybody yeah. living in different places, the unknown, yeah. there were so many unknown, what we used to always take for granted as a yeah. constant now suddenly became a variable in our yeah. equation. Yeah. So just to accept of knowing and finding what is in my control and letting go of what isn't. So so much of peace came out of that and the reaffirmation of knowledge that I am responsible for managing my state. So Mm -hmm. be, uh, be it stress, anxious, happy, angry, whichever, confident, motivated, energized, any of these. If yeah. any state is not helping me, I am responsible for changing it. No one else is. So I am responsible for managing my state.
0: A lot of people actually have taken this time to really, they want to do or what kind of life do they want to live? Um, mm-hmm. I recently saw a post uh, by Ariana Huffington that said that the great resignation of 2021 is really a great re-evaluation. So, so many people are quitting their jobs. And but what people are resigning from is a culture of burnout and a broken definition of success, um, and that is so true because never before have work and life been so interconnected, and now hmm. you can't really compartmentalize the two. You have to realize, or uh, you know, your people are starting to realize that if you aren't fulfilled in one area, it will spill to the rest. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
1: So, so yeah, I read yeah. that article and mm-hmm. I also, I called it the great alignment as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. While I think that the burnout is also one of the reasons and uh, I, I read Microsoft had predicted up to 40% of the global workforce will quit or will leave their existing workplace by March, I think of this year, right? Yeah. So, so it while burnout is an insignificant part of it as you said that it is not about compartmentalizing the two but about living a more holistic life and as children we learn behaviors and even communication through the societal conditioning and modeling so we don't learn communication we model it we don't learn we don't learn behaviors we model it yeah. From our parents, our caregivers, our siblings, what we watch, we learn. So mm-hmm. as children, we learn that areas of our life can be compartmentalized. I think that is so incorrect, so incorrect. Because psychology research shows that the mind and body are interconnected mm-hmm. and part of the same system. They are also constantly communicating with each other. So if there is a lack in one area of my life and if it is affecting me it is bound to ripple onto all other areas because well mind and body are connected and they are constantly communicating with each other so the key is to seek balance by evaluating our core values in the area that needs work and keep working on it so people are leaving because they have now realized that some of their core values, I'm guessing this is my guess, some of their core values is not aligning. And now they have an option earlier. As I mentioned, people didn't even think that this could be an option. Now, suddenly the option has been presented to everybody in the world.
0: People are also realizing that uh, to be aligned with what they are doing, they need to figure out what are their values. And what purpose drives them? So, with right. that, what drives you? And what does being purpose driven mean to you?
1: So interesting, uh, when you asked me about my purpose, and I love this quote so much. And it helped me, in fact, identify what my purpose is. It made me think about my purpose. And this quote is the stronger your why, the easier your how. So, and I love this so much. Mm-hmm. So being aligned to my core values authentically, this is what my purpose is. And it also means having clarity in what I do. So this is what purpose-driven means to me.
0: That is great. That is great. I love that. And For the last bit, is there anything you'd like to promote? The floor is yours.
1: (laughs) Okay. So... um, As a mindset coach, I believe that mindset is the most important factor when it comes to self-growth and even self-respect. And this is what propels us to adapt and steer ourselves towards the direction of our goals or the vision that we have for ourselves. Because I believe when people learn self-love, they live a more authentic life that is aligned to their values.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And... It is true that happy, well-adjusted people make this world a better place. And I think this is what we want for our children as well, our youth, our children, and adults as well. So I offer coaching service where you will feel safe, supported, and encouraged to move in direction of your goals. And I would love to support and help you to achieve your goals, either if it's a specific or for overall well-being. That will ultimately translate into you living your optimum life. And having said that, if anybody wants to contact me, search me up on LinkedIn by my name, Sonali Dheer, and through my website that is coming up very soon. So I'm so excited for my website, which will be thegrowthmindset.com.au or you can email me at sonali at thegrowthmindset.com.au. So either of these ways, I am happy to be able to help.
0: Yeah, and we'll leave all the links and the email address uh, in the description. And thank you so much, Sonali. This has been so, so great. Um, I loved our chat. And uh, to summarize for anybody who wants to create achievable, effective goals, remember the SMART acronym, but the new version of the SMART acronym, which is, keep them specific yes measurable authentic real and uh, instead of being time-based or time-bound keep them uh, with a timeline yeah yeah so take an empowered approach to achieving your goals Uh, thank you so much Sonali this has been great thank you so much again for having me it was lovely talking to you over here (laughs) yes (laughs) yes <laughs> it was this definitely
1: moment. I yes, wish you yes. all the best Kanchi
0: you too you too thank you everybody thanks for to our listeners thank you for your ongoing support do subscribe and follow us on Instagram and LinkedIn and check out our website inkaprojects.com if you would like to work with us do leave us a message there Once again, it's I-N-C-C-A projects.com. We will be back very soon with a new episode on your favorite podcast app. Have a wonderful day.